This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Some queued for hours outside Walthamstow Library for a walk-in shot of the coronavirus vaccine. 3,000 jabs were given here during the day. Earlier this week, it was announced that 57% of all adults in the UK have been given at least one shot. But now, could the nation's children also be joining the lines? Trials are apparently underway. Our deputy political editor Nicholas Cecil has the story. Nicholas, how young are we talking about here? Well, at the moment, scientists uh, and health experts in, in Bristol at the Building the Children's Vaccine Centre, they have got a study underway involving children who are teenagers, and this is a study using the AstraZeneca jab. They're expecting shortly to be given the go-ahead to start recruiting younger children at as young as five. And the reason why they're doing these trials is that so far, all the clinical trials have have been in adults to check that the vaccine was safe and worked in adults and now they're they're checking out whether it'd be equally safe and effective uh, for for children for people under 18. But Nicholas do we need to give children a coronavirus vaccine because I thought you know the whole point of them going back to school was because young people don't get the serious effects of COVID-19 if they contract it. Yes, but this is a very interesting ethical question. Children, as you say, if they do get coronavirus, they are very unlikely to get the disease severely. But there's a bigger issue here, and that is about the circulation of the virus. So this study will look at whether the vaccine works in children. And then the, the, the experts are expecting a decision by the government in the summer about whether to start vaccinating children. And Professor Adam Finn, who's from Bristol University and one of the leading experts on this, he was explaining that to vaccinate children just for the benefit of other people, that that could be questionable and he would feel uncomfortable about that. But he explained that actually if vaccinating children meant that the disease was kept under control and that meant that schools could reopen safely in September then there would be a benefit to children and therefore actually giving the jabs to children would would be beneficial not only to them but also to wider society. And we're heading into the Easter break right now. We've got summer coming up when all of those lockdown restrictions are expected to be lifted. If something's going to go wrong, now would be the time. Yes, well, well certainly Boris Johnson is, is already warning that the third wave sweeping uh, a number of uh, continental European countries at the moment, that that may well wash up on our shores, in his words, later on this year. And obviously Britain's vaccination programme is is world-leading and that's going to have a huge impact on stopping the spread of the virus. 
but they they don't know yet whether they need to vaccinate children as well. And where are we with the vaccination programme in the UK right now? Well, there was an interesting development on that. Certainly, if you look at the figures for London, the number of second doses and first doses being delivered, that flipped. So previously, we've always had more first doses as the government has adopted this 12-week strategy to try and get as many people vaccinated as quickly as possible with a first dose. But now the focus is shifting to second doses. And yesterday, the the number of second doses announced to have been administered in the capital was 33,120. And if you compare that to first inoculations, which was 21,785. The figures also showed increasingly that the vaccine is having an effect because if you look at the seven-day rate of infections for, for London age 60 and over, that has now reached 15.3 confirmed new infections per 100,000 Londoners a week. This is a week to March 26th. And if you compare that for the younger age group, i.e. people 59 and under, that is almost three times as high at 41.2. Are we then, at least in London, maybe on the right track to going back to something like normal, Nicholas? It's still too early to say. Um, Professor Kevin Fenton, who's the London Director of Public Health England, he he gave some words to the Evening Standard this morning, and, and he was stressing that we're on track, we're heading back towards normality, so things are working, but we mustn't be complacent, and he was stressing that the, the next step, we must make sure that that is forwards, not back. You can read more from Nicholas in the Evening Standard newspaper or online at standard.co.uk. And that's the leader. Join us again on Tuesday at 4pm. Have a great Easter weekend. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.